Hey, Seattle hockey fans, we have updates on the AHL Western Conference Finals. We also have our head-to-head for the Stanley Cup Final. We know who Vegas is playing, so you probably know what the matchup is. And we will go back to our exit interviews. This time we're talking about Jaden Schwartz. And what about Jaden Schwartz and how he played in the postseason do I like about how Shane Wright played in game three for the Coachella Valley Firebirds? We'll talk about that and plenty more on this Tuesday episode of Locked on Kraken. You are Locked on Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Hey, hey, what do you say, Seattle hockey fans? Welcome to another episode of Locked on Kraken. I am your host, Erica L. Ayala. I've been here since the very beginning covering the Seattle Kraken. Uh, I even got to write for the Seattle Kraken before they officially had a name. I was working with the team on the launch of that name. So been around for a little bit. And obviously through the playoff run, we've got the Coachella Valley Firebirds that we're going to talk about. So it's been great to the everydayers. I know you know this, but if you're watching for the first time or just casually coming in, thank you so much. Of course, you can find us on Sirius SXM by just searching for Kraken and the Locked on Kraken shows and a lot of other Locked on Kraken or Locked on shows, I should say, you can find on the Sirius SXM app. You can also find us, of course, on YouTube. Hello to the YouTube viewers. Thank you so much for engaging in the chat and anywhere you listen to podcasts. All right. It's the Tuesday episode. If you watched our late episode yesterday, it was a holiday. So you saw that we talked about Ty Cartier and his impact on the Coachella Valley Firebirds. At the time, the Coachella Valley Firebirds were in the mists, get, just getting started on game three of the Western Conference playoffs and finals for the AHL and the Calder uh, playoffs. So let's start there. We had an amazing squad cast with Ann Kimmel. If you missed that, it's archived anywhere you are listening or watching the show. And we had a lot of fun, including learning about Frank the Fridge and who Anne lovingly calls Friero. We know his name is really Fuego, but if you know anything about Anne, she's one of the co-hosts on Locked on Predators, loves musical theater, and I think that's probably where she got Friero. It's a character in Wicked, um, so... Anyway, but let's get to free arrow or none. (laughs) Let's get to uh, how things went down. And ultimately, this was a win for the Coachella Valley Firebirds. I mentioned Shane Wright, and I'll break this down a little bit more also once we talk about Jaden Schwartz. But Shane Wright, great play in front of the net, rebound opportunity, gets the first goal of the game to put the Coachella Valley Firebirds right where they want to be, 
with a one goal lead, but then the admirals would get three unanswered uh, and they get a three, one victory. Now, uh, Joey Decord in net once again for the Coachella Valley Firebirds. He's been amazing. And I, I think that the second goal might be the one that he wants back. Um, just looked like he maybe could have gotten a hold of that one, but you know, things happen. What are you going to do? Um, but yeah, so we see that, um, you know, the, the Coachella Valley Firebirds were playing from behind. They couldn't find a second goal. They lose to the Admirals 3-1. Again, Shane Wright gets that first goal. McKenna and Hughes on the assist. Delgaizo and Joachim Kemmel uh, got the other two goals in the second frame. Nobody scored in the first. Shane Wright got the first goal of the game. And then Keaton Thompson gets that third one. We've talked about uh, Thompson a little bit with Ann Kimmel, but definitely Evangelista. He gets the secondary assist on Thompson's goal. The game winner, though, was from Kemmel. But it was a good crowd, 45, almost 4,600 in attendance at the UW Milwaukee Panther arena. And, um, you know, I think again, the second goal looked to me like one that Joey Decord might want to stop. Another thing is that the Coachella Valley Firebirds were in position, right? And that's why to me, it just looked like maybe something that Joey, I don't know if he didn't see anything, but the, the defense was fronting skating back though, and gave maybe a little bit too much space, not challenging the puck enough. Admirals get, their first win of this series. So now the Coachella Valley Firebirds, they lead the series two to one and will have another game um, tomorrow. And so, so we'll see, just got to bounce back, uh, you know, good performance overall from Joey Decord. I just think it's really that last goal again that you probably want back. Uh, it was Devin Cooley who started for the Admirals saw 29 shots saved 28 of them. Joey Decord saw, um, you know, 37 shots saved 34. And so, nah, you know, you shake it off. But as I mentioned, this will be a Thursday game. Or excuse me, I said tomorrow. Tomorrow's Wednesday. Thursday will be the game. It will be in Milwaukee. Once again, puck drops at 7 p.m. Central Time. And we talked about some of the stats a little bit yesterday. Um, the power play opportunities still want to see the Coachella Valley Firebirds do a little bit better on the power play in yesterday's game. Milwaukee had four power play attempts, but no power play goals. The Coachella Valley Firebirds were only able to draw one penalty and they also did not have any power play goals. So the penalty kill looking good for the Coachella Valley Firebirds might want to, I mean, it's playoffs. So four penalties, not the worst, but you know, you got to keep, keep some of that under wraps. There was a, little, a delay of game penalty against the Firebirds. Those are just things that you don't want to see. Anyway, so it'll be Thursday. We'll be game four and we'll keep you posted. Really quickly before we hop into talking a little bit about about uh, Jaden Schwartz. We're doing our exit interview, so you'll hear from him from when he did his exit interview. Uh, but the Dallas Stars, not only could they not continue their win streak, which they desperately needed if they were going to have any chance to get to the Stanley Cup final, but they got shut out 6-0. This was a really critical 
um, and commanding win for the Vegas Golden Knights. So the Stanley Cup Finals or the Stanley Cup Final will start on Saturday. It's going to be Vegas. They go once again to the Stanley Cup Final, yada, yada, yada. And they are going to take on the Florida Panthers. And so we'll have some time to talk a little bit more about this series. And yes, of course, I am not feeling super great because I would have loved for Dallas to get it done. That would have made my big, bad, bold prediction just ever so closer to coming true. But, you know, Vegas is doing what they got to do. Either way, we'll talk about it a little bit here on Locked on Kraken. But coming up next... As I mentioned, we're going to get into talking about Jaden Schwartz. And again, I just talked about Shane Wright. He scored for Coachella Valley uh, in game three. They dropped that game three to one. But Shane had the lone goal for the Coachella Valley Firebirds. And there's something about how he was able to manufacture that goal that I want to attribute to how I saw Jaden Schwartz playing for the Seattle Kraken this season. That's coming up on today's episode of Locked on Kraken. Today's episode of Locked on Kraken is brought to you by Athletic Greens. Now, this is something that I love to use every day. I've talked to you everydayers about getting a morning routine and trying to find one that I can also replicate when I'm traveling, especially during women's hockey season, is extremely difficult. Now, Supplements and pills are a lot easier to uh, travel with than making my own smoothies and always trying to find the, the right juices and organic things on the road and then hope that I have a blender somewhere. But it gets really expensive. And if you, and that's why I like Athletic Greens, because instead of having to have all of my different supplements, I have one scoop and eight ounces of water, and then I'm getting 75 minerals, nutrients, you know, superfoods in a powder that I just shake in water and I am good to go. It gives me all of the energy that I need for the day. It helps me focus on health and nutrition. And it becomes, again, a part of my morning routine, something that I can do that I know is good for me every day. Now, trust me, I've been someone who has had, you know, to learn the hard way that trying to be healthy can get expensive really quickly. And so when you can find a, a powdered drink like Athletic Greens that gives you everything you need, you just shake it up in eight ounces of water. That's what I want. And Athletic Greens is also great because uh, they give you with your um with your purchase, you get a bottle. So I don't, I didn't even have to worry about that. Has the measurements on the side. Everything's good to go. So what we want you to do is head to athleticgreens.com backslash NHL network. And to make everything easy for you, Athletic Greens is going to give you a one-year free supply of the immunity supporting vitamin D. It's a, a little droplet. They're going to give you that and the five free travel packs, which I love. Burned right through those. Um, and now I portion everything out, but I love the travel packs. And you can get that with your first purchase. Just make sure you go to athleticgreens.com backslash NHL network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. 
Thank you, as always, for making Locked on Kraken a part of your daily routine. Erica L. Ayala here, your host of Locked on Kraken. Again, we talked about the Coachella Valley Firebirds. They dropped game three to the, the Milwaukee Admirals in the AHL playoffs. We're in the rest Western Conference Finals, but the Coachella Valley Firebirds still leading the series 2-1. to one. The teams will play again on Thursday. Shane Wright got that first goal, but I said it reminded me somewhat of how Jaden Schwartz played, particularly in the playoffs. Now, if you're an everydayer, you know I have been talking a lot. When the Seattle Kraken were making their push to the uh, through, I should say, the postseason, that I liked the net front presence. I liked that Jaden Schwartz was the player that we relied on and who had the wherewithal to play below the goal line. Now, a lot of people say when you play below the goal line, you take the goalie's eyes away, but also it's just a really great way to reset the puck, but deep in your offensive zone. You know, obviously you're still going to play the puck to the point and whatnot, but it's much easier. You're literally right there on the blue line and to poke that puck out or the puck gets jostled, it's not handled properly, and then boom, you're out of your zone. But when you reset below the goal line, you're setting things up. Yeah, you're taking the goalie's eyes away, which is great, but then now you also have the defense who more often than not is going to push down and try to trap you down there. And if you can wiggle out or push the puck out, then that creates options. You've already taken the goalie's eyes away. The defenders are out of position now you can make something happen. And Jaden Schwartz played that role for us. And if you take a look at AHL.com, um, or I should say on their YouTube page, but I think you can find it on the website as well. But if you look at the highlights in particular, you'll see different angles of Shane Wright's goal and his net front presence. Now in that particular instance, um, it's not necessarily Shane Wright that's circling below the goal line, but you'll see kind of what I'm talking about, even with that Shane Wright goal from last night. And Jaden Schwartz did that for the Seattle Kraken. We know that Jaden uh, was a player. He was one of the players, unfortunately, that was injured last year. We didn't get to see a lot of him. And, you know, he came back and was great for the Seattle Kraken. He only played um, 37 games for us last season as compared to 71. I mean, that's a huge difference. That's a huge difference for us. He had eight goals, uh, 15 assists for 23 points overall for the Seattle Kraken in the inaugural season. That improved to 40 points overall, 21 goals, 19 assists, almost a even split down the middle. And in the playoffs, Jaden Schwartz gave us uh, 14 games, played all 14 games and 10 points. And he did split his goals and assists right down the middle, five goals, five assists. And I really liked his knack for playing tough, not just in front of the net, but below the goal line. Now I think that having Jaden, having a healthy Jaden Schwartz is huge for this team because of those numbers that I just said, but also because of his leadership. I tell you all the time that I really like Jaden Schwartz. I really like Jordan Everly. We haven't heard from him yet, but we will soon when it comes to leadership. Not only have these guys won a Stanley Cup, but they are hard workers. They lead by example, but they can also sit down and have a conversation with young guys or really anyone on the team and work through maybe some of the challenges that the team 
is facing and not necessarily in a bad way, but there's always going to be challenges and things and obstacles that you have to overcome to get to your goal. And I think the way that Jaden Schwartz seems to be a composed player, he seems to have the respect. You know, we've, we've talked about it before on the show that Dave Haxtell talks really he has wonderful things to say about Jaden Schwartz when he reached a milestone in the playoffs. We talked about that. Allison Lucan had a great story on that. We talked about that. And so, you know, coming up next on the show, I want you to hear a little bit from Jaden and he talks in his exit interview more broadly about um, what the season was like. I think a lot of the questions that he was asked were more broad as, as opposed to specific. Uh, so that's why I really wanted to front load you with some of the things that I think Jaden is doing well. And he does command a presence without being necessarily authoritative from my understanding. So Jaden Schwartz is huge. A healthy Jaden Schwartz for us, 40 points, um, is huge. And I look forward to seeing how Jaden can continue to play his style of hockey. But also if we have other guys that step up and play that grinder role, I think we can get back to a Jaden Schwartz or we can find a Jaden Schwartz where he's a little bit more of a finesse player. So if you look at his career stats in his NHL career, Jaden Schwartz uh, has 183 goals and 265 assists, almost uh, 450 points overall on his career. And if you look at what are some of his highest performing seasons, you know, he is kind of a, he tapped out at 63 points in the 2014-15 season for St. Louis. He had 28 goals, 35 assists in that season. We've seen him hit 50, 59, 57, 56. So, you know, like that high, low, um, low forties or high forties, excuse me, to near 60 points. Um, so Jaden Schwartz, you know, he has the capacity to be like a 60 point scorer. And I would love to see him do that for Seattle. Um, you know, again, going from 23 points in the inaugural season to 40 points this year bodes really well. Now we need him to stay healthy. I know that there have been times where he hasn't been on the ice just because of seems like what is a, a skin condition. And so it's a little bit tough for him to put all the gear on all the time, especially when there's a flare up. So, you know, uh, I'd love to see what becomes of Jaden. Now I will say that something that's a little concerning is his, he was a minus, he was a minus 17 uh, and a minus 13 for the Seattle Kraken. Now, plus minus is one of those things where, you know, you can take it or leave it, but it's definitely, it's definitely noticeable. Now the, in the inaugural season, I think we can all uh, say that the plus minus for everyone dipped, but to see that the Seattle Kraken improved to such lengths and he's still a minus 17 that's a little bit, it, it just caught my attention, I guess I should say. I don't know if it's alarming, but the emphasis placed on a two-way player um, is something that I definitely saw from Jaden and sacrificing the body at times. I talked about he had a great, really timely block in the playoffs for the Seattle Kraken in one of our wins in the series against Dallas. And those things matter. So you want to take everything with a grain of salt, but it is just 
it's again something that's noticeable that minus 17 but coming up next on locked on kraken let's hear from jaden schwartz or his thoughts about building camaraderie among the team and how that differed in year one to year two and just overall thoughts on the season that's coming up next on locked on kraken Thank you, as always, for making Locked on Kraken a part of your daily routine. Remember, you can find us on Sirius SXM. Use the app, search Kraken, and the Locked on Kraken show will show up for you. You can also listen wherever you get podcasts and on our YouTube page. We are continuing to work through our exit interviews. I told you yesterday on yesterday's show that we're working behind the scenes on our mock drafts. So this will be Seattle's or the Locked on Kraken's third mock draft as a show. Let me know in the comments, who do you think the Seattle Kraken should select? And I mean, uh, well, if you have a specific player in mind, let me know. But I'm more so thinking of position. I know I've been asked before on the show, do we need goalies? Should we draft goalies? What do we need? I think if you're an everydayer, you know what I'm going to say. And we'll get to a point in the offseason where I'll start sharing some of the names that I'm looking at when it comes to potentials to draft for the Seattle Kraken. But I do think it's interesting because of we have to now take a look at what we have in the pipeline and who we think could be ready. And that's kind of the conversation we had with Ty Cartier yesterday. But anyway, let me get you to Jaden Schwartz talking about his second season with the Seattle Kraken and just overall how he thought the season went. Yeah, I mean, obviously it was a, a big step for us, uh, you know, as players, the organization and, and the city, um, you know, tough, tough losing that way, um, you know, being so close, um, but um, you try learn from it as much as you can. And I think, you know, this group really grew and our, our belief grew in one another and, um I think that'll that'll motivate us um, going into next year. Just what we can build off of, and um, you know, see how successful we can be. And um, you know, obviously, it's a, a big step in the right direction. And it was really fun to see uh, individuals on this team really grow and um, see their games elevate at, at such a good level. And then, obviously, the the hockey and, and the buzz and the energy in Seattle to see that grow was, was pretty amazing to be a part of. And, um, you know, to be, a, to have, uh, to play a playoff hockey in, in your second year and to see the excitement, that's something that, that we'll never forget. Jane, when some of the guys who've been out here have talked about how maybe this season you weren't on opponents' radars as much, and now next season they're going to take you a little bit more seriously, how do you prepare for that both physically and mentally? Yeah, I mean, yeah, the league's, the league's so good. I mean, you can't take any team lightly really to be honest um anybody can beat anyone on any given night so um obviously we're gonna have to do our work and uh you know get ready for for training camp and get ready to have a, a really good training camp everyone's gonna have to put in the work in the off season um just like everyone else around the league but i don't think really teams take other teams very lightly obviously we took a big step in in the right direction um but it, w it wasn't easy. It was it was hard, and you look at teams that 
you know, made the playoffs last year, didn't make the playoffs this year. And um, so it's never easy. The league's so good. And um, certainly I think teams are, if if they did take us lately, I, which I don't think they did, um, they certainly won't next year. Where's, where's a couple of areas you feel like you could, as a team could be a little bit better next year to keep from maybe having a, a, a step back? I think it's just mindset. Um, X's and O's wise, you know, that's something we'll look at training camp. But I think just each individual coming in to training camp with, with the right mindset and having a good summer and um, just building off of a lot of what we did this year and, and improving and um, building that chemistry. And um, I think it's more of a mindset thing than anything. Jaden, last season when we had this conversation, you expressed some sort of uncertainty about your health at that time. This year, obviously, you were kind of on and off for morning skates, things like that. How are you feeling going into this offseason? Uh, definitely better than last year. Um, still, uh, you know, work in progress and things to um, work on and, and uh, people to see, but um, certainly in a better position than than last year. Well, Seattle hockey fans, as you were listening to Jaden Schwartz, I just checked my email and we got an announcement that the Seattle Kraken will be hosting a media availability featuring Seattle Kraken co-owner Sam Holloway, CEO Todd Lewicki, and general manager Ron Francis for an announcement that will be tomorrow, Wednesday. Uh, It's happening at uh, 1 p.m. Pacific time. And it's going to be in the anchor room at the Kraken Community Iceplex. Media members are asked to RSVP. That's why we got this email. Now, I unfortunately will not be there. I am not in Seattle, but uh, I'm sure we will have some of the contemporaries from the Seattle Kraken beat following that. And so I'm, I'm excited. Now, what are my thoughts? My initial thoughts, to me, this sounds like either something – it sounds like kind of front office Obviously, we know we are not in trade, you know, free agency territory. And, um, you know, I think if it was more of a player personnel thing, that would probably just be Ron Francis. When you get some of the co-owners involved and things of that nature, I mean, again, Todd Lewicki, CEO. So I think this like likely has something to do with the Seattle Kraken and the expansion of um, the community. So whether that's the NHL community, whether that is um, the Seattle community, but, you know, obviously we already know we're hosting the winter classic. Uh, you know, I don't know if this is another announcement regarding a sponsorship, which we kind of saw that that wasn't a press conference per se, but there was a moment at Kraken community Iceplex several months ago now where media was invited to see the the new patch that we're going to be wearing on the jerseys come next season so i don't know i guess we'll find out together but stay tuned to locked on kraken and to me at elin z08 because if i find out anything i will be sure to tweet it out so on the screen right now e lindsay 08 e l i n d s a y 08 and you can follow the show at locked on kraken but that's gonna do so look at that live this is as i'm literally recording it is uh for me a quarter to one central time so i guess that's a quarter to 11 uh pacific time and uh, we'll find out. But that does mean that we're likely going to do our episode a little bit later tomorrow so we can try 
and catch the news. So stay tuned. Likely tomorrow's episode, we won't have the news yet, um, but stay tuned and make sure you're following Locked on Kraken because as soon as the news goes live, we will have it for you. Uh, We might just push back tomorrow's episode so that way tomorrow's episode, we can talk about the news. So once again, we're going to suspend our exit interviews so we can talk about whatever this, hopefully it's exciting. I I would assume it's exciting news. Um, And we'll find out together tomorrow. So roughly sometime around 2.30 Pacific time, 2.30 p.m. Pacific time, maybe we'll just go live. That's what we'll do. We'll go live with our show after the news, so stay tuned, and we'll have a live show for everyone tomorrow. That's going to do it for the show, breaking a little bit of news. Hey, why the heck not? Hold fast, stay true, let's go Kraken, fire it up for our Coachella Valley Firebirds. We'll have a game day episode of talking about them for Thursday. Be kind to yourselves and to each other. Enjoy the weather. It's really nice here in Tulsa. It's a little bit hot. Had to turn on the AC. Uh, But I hope you are well. We'll go live tomorrow. So after the announcement, roughly around 2.30 Pacific time, join me for a live show that will count as our Wednesday show of Locked on Kraken. Until the next episode, be well. Peace.